Hello, hello. Uh, This is Monica and welcome to the first episode of my podcast, It's Nice to Want, where we talk about everything and anything, but put a lot of attention on mindset and its influence on relationships and success. I'm not going to lie. It's it's going to take me a while to get into the weeds with you guys. Um, I haven't quite decided how much of my life I'm trying to put on blast here. I know I see some podcasters really just say everything about their relationships and their like personal issues. And sometimes I think I'm like, do I really want to share that? Like, do I really want to go there? Because you can't take it back. And I also am like a regular person. I work a regular job. I don't necessarily know if I want my future bosses or current bosses to like hear everything that goes on, but they totally can if they try. So we're still thinking about that for sure. I know we're like in the beginning of the podcast when you're hearing this. I've already recorded three full episodes and have just deleted them one after the other over like the last three hours because I just don't like the way it turns out. I'm, I'm such a perfectionist. And I've gone about this all the ways that you're supposed to. I, like, I made an outline, I made talking points, and I'm, I'm struggling here. I'm very much struggling. I think something I just want to say is that I have so many different things I want to cover. I'm a really career-focused person at this point in my life. I'm 28, trying to climb the corporate ladder like everyone else. I'm also lost in the mix with pretty much all of your like regular issues that you'd experience in this life. You know, I'm trying to navigate friendships, trying to figure out who my real ones are. I'm getting married in the next couple of years. I want to buy a house and don't know how that's ever going to happen with the way this economy inflation issue is going on. Just dealing with life like everyone else. But it feels like I'm supposed to pick a certain way to do this like I'm supposed to be either the business podcast and be really like straightforward and firm maybe I could be like the comedian podcast be funny be really relaxed I really I want to keep things conversational but I also want to be taken seriously so I've come to the conclusion that the only way this is going to sound any way decent is if I just say what's on my mind, right? Like just say what's on my mind. So that's what we're going to do today. And I've actually shied away from this because saying what's on my mind, I feel like it does put me a little bit vulnerable. The fact is, is that I'm actually struggling at work right now. I'm not going to lie. And it's interesting. Like, let me just give you a little background on my life. So I grew up like a really troubled child. I had I had really bad anger issues as a kid. Very much struggled with school and with behavior. Basically, my parents had it rough from like when I was born until when I was like 15. Thankfully, I just got it together and ended up going to college, graduated. Like nobody, nobody was expecting this. And ever since, you know, I've just, I've been able to have my shit together and there have been episodes here and there where I struggle pretty bad, but for the last three and a half years, I actually um, have been holding down a really great job in pharmaceutical sales and I'm proud of myself for getting to this point is all I have to say. So to be in a state now where it feels like I'm coming full circle back to my old habits, really struggling. Truthfully, I'm actually interviewing with a few companies right now so that I can just start over in a new place. I am still feeling a little bit down, right? Like a little bit bummed that I even have to start over. The thing is, is that I know so many other women struggle with this, but, and just people in general, but my mentality is extremely black and white. Like it is either good or it is bad. 
I'm either all in or I'm all out. Like there's no in between ever with anything for me. It makes things really difficult because when something goes wrong, it's just like the world is ending and things go wrong all the time, right? So I feel like I'm constantly in this state of trying to make the most out of a situation, but then completely losing my patience when things aren't going as planned. So I'm at a point in my life and I feel like a lot of people could benefit from this. I'm really, truly trying to unlearn these bad thinking patterns. I'm trying to do some little like cognitive behavioral therapy on my own self. Should probably go to a therapist, honestly, but if you're in LA, you know like there's a shortage of therapists because all of the rich people are taking all the good ones. I, yeah, I'm like, I'm really trying to relearn how I approach my problems. And I know a lot of my friends are like this too. They're in a stage in their life where we're like, okay, like some things have not been working for us. We've been doing these habits our whole life. It's not working. And we finally need to acknowledge that a change needs to be made on our end. And that's how I'm approaching life with my thinking patterns. Like me being insecure, lacking confidence, not taking initiative in my work and in my personal life that has not gotten me very far. And the thing is, the issue that I struggled with that I've not been able to change, because like I said, I struggled a lot as a kid and I had all of these behavioral issues, but I worked through those. And then I almost didn't make it to college, but then I graduated and then I got this really great job. And I know that I'm capable of progressing as a human, but the one thing that I just haven't been able to get over is this unwavering feeling of being insecure, lacking confidence. It's really like a self-esteem issue. And I would love to touch on this because truthfully, I really think, and I like, oh, I hate to blame other people because I'm also on a journey of accountability, which you will find to be very interesting throughout the episodes. But I really do feel like a lot of my issues, they stem from my childhood, specifically being from a Mexican family. So I'm not sure how many Hispanic ladies are listening to this podcast, but I know this is definitely not like exclusive to just Hispanic culture. I will just say from personal experience that the Mexican culture, it does... It has a huge tendency to be very harsh and hard and difficult on the women in the family. Men are viewed as just better. There's like a very sexist layer to the culture. And growing up, I was always taught to never be boastful, to never brag about myself, to never be too confident. And really everything was being viewed as too confident. That really shaped me into who I am today. And not in a good way. Like I I work in sales I am surrounded, let me tell you, surrounded by egos, like huge egos. When you come into a sales team and you are humble and you are a little bit shy, like it's not a good thing. It's not cute. It's it's a bad thing. And you get walked all over and taken advantage of. If you give that first impression, it's really difficult to change the narrative. This explains why I'm looking for a new career, doing the same thing at another company because I just feel like I need to hit the reset button. And again, this touches on my black and white mentality where it's either all good or all bad. And right now it's just all bad. Like I feel like my work, there's no way I can change people's opinion on me. They're always going to know me as the quiet girl and I'm not the quiet girl anymore. I'm fucking loud. So with that being said, I know we were a little negative there, a little negative Nancy. I just needed to have a moment, but I truly do see the light at the end of the tunnel. I am through, I'm like halfway through the interview process with three different jobs. So I'm expecting to have a new offer in the next few weeks, next month or so. 
and things are looking good for sure. But I mean, clearly I still have this little pessimistic voice in my head that's like, maybe you're going to make the same impression that you did at your last company. And so I'm a little nervous about that. And it really just feels like I only have one shot, right? Like I only have that first week to really show myself to be the one that takes initiative and takes charge and isn't going to just be the listener. And so it's a lot of pressure because I'm not going to lie, like, yeah, I'm loud, but only with my friends, only with people I'm close with and comfortable with. I've never been one to be super talkative and open in a room full of strangers or let alone like in a new meeting with people I don't know. But that's something that's going to need to change when I start this new job. And that brings me to the next topic I want to touch on, being an introvert, trying to turn extrovert. Literally the issue of my life. I have been an introvert my entire life, always, always been quiet, always been the one that no one knows what they're thinking during like a meeting. You better believe I never raised my hand in school like ever. And is it just me or do introverts not do well in business? Like think about it, at least in my perspective. And I know this is totally different. Like if you work in engineering, if you're a scientist, you don't need to be the loudest one to do well, but in sales and business, like you absolutely have to. And I'm an extremely ambitious person, very ambitious. I know that for a fact. If there's like one thing I'm certain of in my life, it's that I have an unusually high ambition. And to be paired, to have the characteristic of that being paired with just an equally strong characteristic of introversion is so frustrating. Let me tell you, my life is just like an anomaly and I don't know how to work past it. The fact is, is that my skill set is in the commercial side of the world and of industry. And I'm going to need to figure out how to get more comfortable talking more, being extroverted, being loud, taking control of meetings. If I want to get to the level that's going to make me happy in my career. I know some of you feel this way, right? Like you're in a meeting, you're at work. I swear there are some people that just love the sound of their own voice. Although it's ironic I'm saying that, right? I have my own podcast. But honestly, don't love the sound of my own voice. Just make a podcast and listen to yourself on the recording and you will cringe. Nobody loves the sound of their own voice, except for these people at these meetings that cannot stop talking, right? They love the sound of their own voice. And I think that makes me shy away from it because I feel like half the time, those type of people that don't really think things through and just kind of talk to be heard... It, it comes off cringy and obviously like they don't think so because they just keep on going, but it comes off cringy to me. And so my fear is that if I try and do it, I'm going to come off cringy to someone, right? And I'm sure I will, but I'm also in a part of my life where I'm like, does it even matter if I'm cringy? Like who cares? What, why does it matter? I'm always going to be cringy to someone. That's why I titled this episode, your cringe era, because that's the era that I'm embracing. But as much as we're embracing our cringe era, I totally understand how difficult it can be sometimes, right? Yes, it's great and, you know, idealistic and whatever to talk about us just not caring, but how do we actually put this into action? How do we raise our confidence enough to believe what we're saying? I'm going to be oh so generous and share with you one of my favorite little tools in my kit that I like to use. Basically, whenever I'm in front of somebody who is important, who has ability to make a really big impact in my life, for example, people who I'm interviewing with, anytime I just feel like nervous or scared in a social situation, I just remember like this person literally used to be a baby that 
fucking shit their diaper. Like, I, it's literally no other way to put it. Like, the person you're talking to that you're so scared of literally shit their diaper. How can you be intimidated by that? right? Like if anything, they should be embarrassed and like go hide in a corner. It's just, it's ridiculous. So I refuse to allow myself to stay nervous in a situation like that. It's all about perspective. Just remind yourself, honestly, it helps. It really does. Okay. So switching subjects. I think if you're a really early listener, then you probably know me from LA Girls Who Walk or San Diego Girls Who Walk, my two women's clubs that I started last year as a way for women who are struggling to make friends to connect. And honestly, I never expected it to do as well as it did. Like, I could have never expected to be featured in the Wall Street Journal, to be featured in LA Times, or to get all of these really cool partnerships that have happened. I'm just so grateful. And this is where we're going to get a little bit into the weeds, I guess. I'm, I'm deciding to venture early on. Wow, I've opened up. It's been great because everyone has been so supportive, so helpful. I would say like 90% of the messages I get are just incredible. Like I cannot tell you enough how much it means to me to hear that you're making friendships, to hear that you're, you know, feeling better, like putting yourself out there, that you had a great time at one of our walks. It truly, it means the world to me. And I I live for those DMs, I swear. That being said, uh, it's hard to not perseverate as the cynic that I can be on some of the hate that I get. And you'd be surprised, guys. You'd be surprised at the hate I get. I will jump into the tea right now because I know you want to hear. Okay, for the record, I received this message last Tuesday. And here we go. Your clubs are so pathetic. It's embarrassing. I know you pretend that you started the SWAT club to help other women, but you're really just trying to benefit yourself. And it really shows with that McDonald's partnership you just started. Um, I don't even know what to say here. And the fact is, is that I would never do a deal or a partnership that I didn't feel like benefited the group ever. I would never do something solely for my own benefit. And I also think this brings to question, why is it so wrong for someone to benefit from something that they put a lot of time, money, and energy to? This is something I definitely want to dive into more on a future episode. It's an issue I've been struggling with a lot because it's hard not to pay attention to the negative messages. And yeah, I laugh at it, but truly it really hurts that people would view me in that light. I would never do a deal or a partnership that didn't benefit the club as well. It's unfortunate because why are people so offended if I do benefit, right? As I said, the primary goal is to always benefit the club first, but I've put so much time and energy and money into building this from absolutely nothing. You know, it's there's nothing wrong with wanting to seek something in return. And this is really part of that women supporting women message that I like to say a lot because it's true. Women supporting women isn't just us uplifting each other, being nice. It's rooting for each other when we're doing well. It's supporting each other and going after success. I can't even imagine how miserable someone would have to be to be upset that someone is doing something and benefiting from it but also trying to like create something fun for the group. I just don't understand, you know, what mindset you have to be in 
to be like that. And that's why I think it really throws me off. And I don't want to perseverate on it because this is really about looking at the bigger picture and again, not caring what people think, but I'm human and I'm going to look at these messages and they're not going to roll over as quickly as I'd like. I might focus on them too much. I think the main message is that rethink things when you say them, especially if it's in passion or anger, because you never know the effect it's going to have on someone. If I wasn't at the place where I am now, where I'm kind of ready to change my whole view on life, this would really have gotten to me. It would have ruined my month, my week. Like it would have not it would have not been easy for me to deal with it. I'll just say that. Luckily, that does not happen that often. Um, I'm really, really thankful and grateful that most of our group is amazing and so supportive. I've connected with so many people from the group. It's honestly insane. I ugh, I love it. I freaking love it, especially when I see the same faces over and over again at our events. It's when you know you're building an actual community. And through all of those connections, I've come to realize that there is such a variety in women that attend our events. We have women who are police officers. We have women who are lawyers. We have women who are artists, women that work in entertainment. Because of this diversity, I've been able to get insight into the backgrounds of people who I know I would have never crossed paths with. That's why I really want to bring you guys on board and interview you. And so if you live in San Diego, if you live in LA, if you feel like you've got an interesting life or something of value to add to this podcast, please reach out to me, DM me. My Instagram is Monica with two A's, Fig with two G's at Monica Fig. I would love to bring you here to my home. Let's just talk about life. But with that being said, I have some really exciting people coming on for the podcast. First one's going to be my best friend from college. We were freshman year roommates. I literally have no idea how we lived in that tiny little dorm and like survived and liked each other at the end of it. I'm so glad. Literally one of my closest friends, her name's Lindsay, and she's going to be coming on soon. And the other person I'm having on is my friend that I met at a nail salon like six months ago. We were literally sitting at this nail salon in Santa Monica and we just started talking. And I remember thinking like, I really wish this girl and I could like connect or add each other on Instagram or something because our conversation was going really well and I want to be her friend. But even as someone that like runs these social clubs and it works in sales, like I could not do it. I could not get myself to do it. But I've gotten so much better at it actually. I met this girl at a Pilates class the other day and after the class was over, I asked her if she wanted to hang out and we've hung out twice and it's been great. And I just... It's getting easier, honestly, the more I do it. But if you ever feel like you're connecting with someone, I know it's weird. Like, I know it's weird, especially now when we're so used to connecting online. Like, these in-person organic friendships, they don't feel right. But, like, that's actually the way that people used to meet each other. So, actually, if you're looking for new friends and you're in this rut where you just can't connect with anyone, just do it, okay? Like, make that be a challenge that you're going to pursue over the next, the next month that you're going to find someone at your workout class at the library downtown I don't care where you are the clothing store you're going to pick up a conversation with them start off with a compliment honestly like I like your shoes I like your top where'd you get it or where are you from like oh why are you here how did you hear of the store oh my god I saw on TikTok oh my gosh like <laughs> girls are very easy honestly just go on TikTok and I'm sure you can find something to talk about there but the fact is is it doesn't need to be something super witty or funny like you're not asking for a date you're asking for a friendship and the thing is is a lot of women feel disconnected these days think about it so many of us are working from home and we're not making friends with our coworkers like we used to oh just shoot your shot i promise you you won't regret it if they say no just message me on insta and i'll be your friend okay <laughs> but i love you if you made it this far i can't believe it i've honestly been talking for 19 minutes now and i like 
I have no idea how podcasters talk for like an hour and a half. This is absolutely insane. I've been talking for hours, hours and hours and hours. I know I've been deleting my footage because I don't like it, but I I literally cannot talk any longer. Like I'm getting vocal fry. Um, so thank you so much for being supportive and I will talk to you guys next week. I'm going to have a longer podcast for you. I'm going to figure out how to do this and it's going to be great. Love you. Bye.